What? 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 Riley Brooks. Just gonna break your bones. He knows what he's talking about. He got stats, you know. A homegrown stone cold balls out killer. And a no doubt thriller living in the back of a distillery. Odin. Going great, thinking about life and shit. He's got a big dick, plenty on his mind to spit. So don't doubt his legitimacy. When you see his post, don't think we share it between. Holy shit. Welcome to Insufferable Pokemon Media Argument 2. It's the sequel. <laughs> We're doing it again. I am your host, Riley Brooks, here with my wonderful, beautiful co-host, the, the man with the beard himself, by Odin's beard. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Odin. That's all I got. <laughs> so that's all he's got. That's all I got. That's all my enthusiasm. How you feeling today, Odin? Feeling good? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I feel pretty solid today, you know, um, ran some errands today, went to the Walls of Mart, hell yeah, and, uh, got myself some not-Pokemon cards. Yeah, I was about to say, you betrayed the fucking Pokemon race. Man, I haven't owned, I haven't, like, bought Pokemon cards for myself in years. Literal years. Oof. That, that's also partially due to the fact I stopped playing the card game after, uh, after I was done being a judge, I was like, whatever, I'm done. The only time I've ever played the card game even remotely seriously was in the GBC game, which is actually based. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, no, I was yeah, I was a judge for the card game. That was fun. That was, that was fun stuff. Um, and Literally, probably the most underappreciated Pokemon game in history is the trading card game for the fucking Game Boy Color. Oh, that game is awesome. Game, that game is fucking awesome, and I recommend it to everyone in history. I've stolen three copies from friends that I used to have. <laughs> how much I wanted it. <laughs> I've stolen exactly one video game in my life, and it was a uh, Pokemon Silver. Oh, and it, I I stole it by accident. Yeah, uh, the Pokemon Trading Card Game was not the only Pokemon game I've ever stolen. I'll be honest with you, I was a, I was a little shit when I was younger. I I stole everybody's stuff. I was a horrible person. You were the fucking shadow thief. You were fucking snatching I, shit left and right. I, I stole probably anything I wanted from people, but I don't condone it. I don't suggest it. Do not steal. Thievery is bad. Don't do it, kids. Don't steal, kids. Sonic says. Don't it, steal, it, kids. <laughs> no, no. I just imagine like a real song. I'm sure there was one about theft, but I, I, I've never seen it. It just like it's always like one of the other characters doing the thing that they're not supposed to do. So I just imagine Tails fucking mugging someone at gunpoint. <laughs> Sonic's like, that's no good, Tails. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me all your rings. <laughs> I don't have any rings. Come on, empty out your pockets. Oh, come on, Tails. That's not the way to take rings. <laughs> get them like everybody else does jump on crazy computers <laughs> you know good point <laughs> yeah. alright well before we get into our debates this week our arguments we gotta talk about what we've been doing in Pokemon so Odin you haven't been on the show in two weeks you done anything Pokemon related uh kind of I jumped on Pokemon Sword for a little bit to do some gym battles but then those stopped uh and I recently got to pick my new set for gym battles, uh, for what my gym type's going to be. I'm not telling anybody. It is a new Ooh. type, and it is my favorite type of Pokemon. 
So if that gives it away, well, it gives it away. Well, you might, considering one of our debate topics, you might be giving that away later, but... Yeah, looks like I'm going to be. Damn it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I guess I guess if uh, anyone who partakes in uh, Germs' uh, gym challenges, they're going to know what my type is. Well, so be uh -oh. it. Come at me, bro. Yeah, hey. not... But yeah, I've I've really done nothing in Pokemon. It's all been Yu-Gi-Oh lately. Honestly, same. Like the most I've done is draft, and there's nothing interesting there, just because I literally have no fucking time to actually to say, pay attention to draft. I, I thought you were about to say same. All you've been doing is Yu-Gi-Oh. Also, I'm like, well, is this Pokemon Variety Hour or is this Yu-Gi-Oh Variety Hour? It <laughs> that already happened. We did an April Fool's episode that was called "In Obelisk We Trust." <laughs> So, I love it. I wish I was a part of it. Yeah, that was that was before your time, Mr. Odin. That was that was in the before times. That's fair. The long ago. But uh In public trust. But yeah, yeah, I haven't had any time to prep for drafts, so I just keep bringing the same team. <laughs> That's fair. And uh obviously people are like, Oh, it's just the same team. I know how to deal with this and I'm like, Well oops. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't work out. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta focus. I really want to beat, uh, mystery dungeon. Yeah, because I kind of want to. I'm, I had an inspiration to write a YouTube video about the mystery dungeon remake. Okay, but I want to beat it first, so I gotta uh, like sit down and play it. Hmm. Ow, cat! Ouch! Ow! That was that was my leg. So my fucking. My days off this week are going to be split between uh, binge-watching Avatar, because I have to do that for something, and well, playing Mystery Dungeon. Well, I wish you the best of luck. My, my next upcoming couple of weeks are going to be spent waiting for TCG Player to get, uh, send me my orders of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that I've uh, purchased on, on their website. I still That's gonna be getting all my stuff I want, and I hate the fact that it takes so long to get it, because... So, like, TCG Player is, like... It's a giant online store where people can sell, like, individuals of, like, cards and stuff that they have. And then TCG Player lets them know, like, sends them a notification when uh, someone buys one of their product. And then they have to ship it out. So it's not, like, an immediate, like, we have it here in our in our brick-and-mortar location or our warehouse. Let's send it to you. It's contact the, per contact the seller. It's like eBay, sort of. That makes sense. Or Craigslist, but for Yu-Gi-Oh! And... Other stuff. Kaiba's list. Kaiba's list. That would be cool. Kaiba's list would actually. Be <laughs> That's yeah, Odin's new website. Go to, go to Kaiba's list dot com. Kaiba's list dot com. It's coming, folks. He's gonna buy that URL for assumably like a thousand dollars because that's how well, much they sell URLs for. I'm also waiting to uh, have a little bit of extra money to set aside once we get a few things done, so I can go to Core TCG. And uh, order a case of the 2020 Lost Mega uh, Lost Memories Mega Tins because there is extreme value. They're twenty dollar tins, okay? But uh -huh. you put you get like sixty plus dollars in value from just cards in there. Even from like the lower valued cards in there, you make your money back and and then some just buying the tin. So it's like two hundred bucks for like a case of twelve, and then you get all that money back. Nice. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about it. Owen's about to be flipping Yu-Gi-Oh cards like a madman, making fucking big bucks. 
I'll do it. I will learn the ways of flipping. Screw the rules. I have money. Exactly. That's all that matters. I may not be like a heavy, hardcore, like competitive player, but I will flip the shit out of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. If I can't yeah. win the game, I can sure as hell milk it for money. I can sure milk it for money. That I'm good. That I'm good at. I've always been good at. That. Well, I'd say that's about it for what we've been doing in Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. In this case, <laughs> some shit <laughs> going on here. <laughs> no, it's time to get into the fucking meat and potatoes, folks. Facts. We got some. We've got some insufferable Pokemon media arguments. But first, I gotta check who won the previous ones. I know at least one argument had a vote. Last time I checked, only one of them did. But if if that if it's only that same one, then that's what we'll base who won on. I didn't on, vote, basically. so I didn't yeah, you're. I didn't vote either. You're not allowed to vote if you're part of the debate. I don't. I okay. think that's an implied. Let me. <laughs> fucking Monty Python, the intermission music. Do it! I dare you. I'm not fucking doing that editing. <laughs> All right, the first, the first debate from last time. The best spinoff franchise. The choices were Pokemon Ranch, and Poke Park. Ah shit! And that one is tied. That one is a one-to-one vote. Man, one for Ranch, one for Park. Now let's find out the second debate, which was the best Ash companion. And the the choices were Brock and Silen. Which is interesting because none of us went for the waifu, the waifus. Hey, I won that one with Good one job. vote. Brock, of course, Brock, because he's, he's been in most, and he's just a sucker for the women. So far, so so far, you have point five points, and I have one point five points. That's nice. All right, best starter trio is between Johto and Hoenn, and the winner with one vote is Hoenn. Woo! Me and Odin are tied at 1.5. It comes down to the last vote. Let's go. That was This next one was the uh, most photogenic Pokemon, right? Yes. Oh, ho, ho, ho. How many jumping jacks do we agree on? 10 or 20? Um, I think it was 10. All right. And, oh, well, this one didn't get any votes. So this well, ends no in a tie, unfortunately. No one's doing jumping jacks. I think we both should do jumping jacks. We is what both I think. should do five. All right, we can both do five. And remember, you got to make like grunts so that they know we're doing it. You got to make those like exercise grunts so that do it like the gym. Fine, fine, fine. All right. Um, are we gonna do a countdown? Like, yeah, we're gonna do a countdown. Okay. I have to put my phone down and put it in the place where you can still hear. But it. we're gonna we're gonna count up though for the jumping jacks, right? Yeah, I guess we could count up instead of making weird grunt noises, but the grunt noises would be funnier. Well, who said that we're not going to do, like, noises? All right. Ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, jump. One. <laughs> two. <laughs> three. Four. Five. That put me in immense physical pain. Oh. That's, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta argue on our A game so only our opponents have to do that next time and not us. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alright. That fucking the fat folds of my body slapped against each other with great force. <laughs> it fucking hurt me. <laughs> flaps on flaps on flaps. Yep. Causing claps on slaps on slaps. <laughs> 
That's right. <laughs> now it's time for our arguments. Now our first one of the night is what is the best cover legendary? And I think I'm gonna let Odin start this one. What is your answer to this question, Odin? Rayquaza. Alright. You wanna know why? Yes, please elaborate. Rayquaza is flying. He's a dragon and a flying type, okay? I think it's flying dragon type. Um, mm-hmm. The guy has a mega evolution that doesn't need a stone. Okay. Shiny version is sick as fuck looking. It's, bla- it's a long black dragon that looks hella crazy. Now, mm-hmm. the... Um, the movie that had Rayquaza and uh, Deoxys, I think it's called Destiny of Deoxys. Yes. In that movie, when Rayquaza just like blasted the shit out of Deoxys at like point blank range, was immensely amazing. Like it, you could almost imagine how much pain the Deoxys went through from a point blank hyper beam to the face. Like it literally tore. It, it literally, like, blasted half, like, more than half of Deoxys off. Like, physical body removed. It's very funny to me, just, this is a little bit of a side tangent, but just how, um, glorified the move Hyper Beam in particular is in the anime. It's not even that great. Yeah, it's not that great in the games, but in the anime, they make it up to be, like, the best move of all time. If somebody used Hyper Beam, you're gonna get fucked. Uh-huh. Hyper Beam was, like... The end-all, be-all. Be-all, end-all moves. Hyper Beam is the Kamehameha of the Pokemon anime. Legitimately is. It is... <laughs> it's, it's the Kamehameha. Even, even, though, Sol- even though Solar Beam... Even though Pansage's Solar Beam literally was Kamehameha exactly. I mean, yeah. That's Do you that. remember that? Yeah. Do you remember how Pansage literally did the Kamehameha? I do remember that episode. Actually, I need to go back through and watch that. Generally. That was several episodes. Every time Silent Battle did happen. So good. I need but to go yet. Back huh? So I need to go back through and watch it. But yeah. the other reason why I feel like Rayquaza is the best cover legendary is because it plays a really huge part for me. Um, I, yeah, Everyone likes legendaries, but in my personal opinion, I love Rayquaza the most. Um, it holds... It actually holds like a genuine, real good place in my heart. Um, I remember I used to play uh, Pokemon Sapphire for hours. Like I've I played it over and over and over again, and I literally loved it. it it's it, I I I think I lost most of my childhood when I was in um, when I was in my foster home to just playing Pokemon Sapphire, and I had the Japanese version of Sapphire. So it was really I still actually have that. Uh, I still actually have the Japanese version of Sapphire today um yeah but no was the gba not region locked at all uh this no it was region locked oh but um so no we have a japanese game boy as well no actually it played in my english one i just couldn't save oh okay so like i left it on for like ever and if someone bumped the cartridge too hard it would actually freeze and i'll have to start over occasionally it would save Oh my god, this is bringing back fucking Vietnam flashbacks of when I had a PS2 as a kid. I got my PS2 at age 5, I believe. Yeah. I did, not, I did not get a memory card until I was like 12. So, for 7 years, whenever I wanted to play through a PS2 game, I would just have to leave the PS2 on constantly. Yep. And whenever like, 
you know, like my grandparents would hear like the verring of the disc in the middle of the night and like turn off the console or something and I'd have to start over. I would get so pissed. Yeah, I do. I used to do the same thing with a uh, Sonic Adventure Two battle. Uh, mm. I, I left my. Uh, I used to leave my game. I used to leave my GameCube on twenty four seven because I, w- it I always, was. It always it always really felt like an achievement when I beat a PS two game just because like I had to like make sure that PS two stayed on for the entire like amount of days it took to beat it. Yeah, yeah, but no. Uh, Rayquaza also is really really strong in both fi- both physically and. Uh, special attack wise and it's fast and, and it's been banned from so many like online competitions for like smogan and all that stuff because it's just so good it's, i mean it, i don't it, think there's a lot uh, to be fair i don't think there's the cover legendary that isn't banned from smogan <laughs> look rayquaz is just destructively awesome wait no no i'm wrong pure and black is not banned from smogan. yeah literally every other one is but I, I will I will pick Rayquaza over any other legendary at every point in time. I really will. All right, I I hear you, Odin. But my my rebuttal is my good old my good friend Eveltal. Now let me tell you about Eveltal, right? Good old Eveltal. Damn it! You ruined my fucking. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. Redacted. Go ahead and continue. <laughs> So, Eveltal is a giant murder bird, right? He's shaped like a Y. Y is one of the coolest letters, just objectively. Y is based. He's shaped like a Y. His whole existence is just dedicated to fucking killing pe- people and things. Like, in the movie, Eveltal... Uh, Diancy in the Cocoon of Destruction, I believe. Yep. Eveltal is the Cocoon of Destruction. He just fucking kills everything. That's his job. That's why he exists. And he fucking he he'll do his job. He'll murder you. He'll fucking kill you. Like like Rayquaza, it's angry dragon, probably kill some people. But that's not his entire purpose of existing. Eveltal is his entire reason to exist is to just destroy life, and that is based as hell. Cause cause who even like likes life anyway? Fuck life. Just kill it all, right? Sure. All sure. the all the plants, all the animals, all the people, including me and you, just fucking wipe it out. Clean slate, as I say. Like like the Beerus of Pokemon. That's Jeez. what Eveltal is. And you wanna know. You wanna know the reason why. The top reason why Eveltal is fucking based. Why? He's bacon. He's bacon. He is bacon. Now that joke would have hit harder if you didn't fucking ruin it. <laughs> Redacted. I don't know what you're talking about. He ruined my big fucking joke. That's... No. No, bacon. Bacon is the most base food of all time. Just objectively. You can't argue with the fact that bacon is amazing and is sought out by all people except for the dumb vegans. But we've proven that they're dumb. The dumb vegans. They don't... <laughs> vegans don't exist. Look, vegan... As proven in Simi and Jimmy's YouTube video, History of Humanity, are vegan, vegans subhuman. You... During human evolution, humans' brains grew substantially when they figured out how to cook and eat meat. So vegans are just provably less intelligent because they choose not to eat the cooked meat that made our brains grow in evolution. That's fair. Now, anyway, yes, bacon is awesome. Everybody loves bacon. And this, this Eveltal, 
He's just a giant bacon. He's, he flies around, and he's bacon. And imagine, imagine you got Eveltal flying through the sky, and um, he's about to destroy you, because that's what he does, right? And the, the last thing you get to experience before your fucking escape, before you're fucking eviscerated, is the smell of some nice sizzling bacon. <laughs> that is the experience that Eveltal can provide to you. So that's why Veltal is awesome and Rayquaza is fucking lame. Huh. Is Rayquaza Ray bacon? Answer the question. Well, you, I suppose if you trim it up, you could make Rayquaza bacon. <laughs> that would take a very large frying pan. So be it. But Rayquaza, Rayquaza on his own is not bacon. Veltal is a giant bacon bird, and that's the most base thing that could exist. No, but I'm very sure that Rayquaza could destroy your bacon very sure. I don't know about all that. That's, that's, uh... I'm thoroughly convinced that it could. Eveltal... is a creature whose entire purpose is to wipe out fucking... all fucking life. And Rayquaza's Because purpose... it's just an angry dragon. Okay, but let's think about this. Rayquaza's purpose was to prevent all life from being destroyed from Kyogre and Groudon. Yeah, from Kyogre and Groudon's stupid little fucking slap fight. Not okay. from a giant bird who's just making everything fucking disappear. But that doesn't change the fact that Rayquaza is literally built to stop impending doom. I can see that, I suppose, but it's hard to stop Eveltal now. He's, he's, he's very efficient at his work. And, Rayqu and Groudon and Kyogre have never stopped Rayquaza. I mean, there's no way to prove that. Their legend has it in the Owen region. No, 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 no. Because you see, here's the here's my big brain fucking rebuttal to that, right? In the Oraz canon, the player character captures either Kyogre or Groudon, and then in turn, within the Delta episode storyline, could theoretically use said Kyogre or Groudon to defeat Rayquaza in battle by a from by being trained up by a trainer. Okay, and who's to say Eveltal doesn't have a trainer either? Fucking Callum or Serena catches Eveltal. Right, you and I, at some point in time, we're going to do a showdown episode where it's just going to be you have one Eveltal <laughs> versus Rayquaza. And we're, we'll see who wins. It's okay, just one mon, one mon battle. I can could, I could take you. This sounds like a plan. Um, not in this episode, though, because then I have to edit background music. I'll put, yeah. I'll put, we'll do a video for my YouTube channel. Yeah, we'll do, a, we'll, do a, we'll do like a five-second video for your YouTube channel. Yes. That's all I'm going to take for Rayquaza to mop your floor with bacon. I don't know about all that. Sounds like that, uh, that cat is defeating me in epic combat. She's a midget with claws and who likes to climb. And Accurate. I'm not wearing pants. I'm only wearing boxers. Uh-oh. So my, my thighs are open. They're exposed. Now our next, our next fucking debate here is what Pokemon type is the coolest. Now since Odin started last time, I have to start this time. And the ob the objective correct answer to this argument though, is Dark. No, no, no. Dark is not my personal favorite type of Pokemon. Because the question is not what Pokemon type is your favorite. The question is. What Pokemon type is the coolest, right? And and yeah. you know what's cool, Odin? You know what's cool? What? 
being edgy. And wow. you don't get any edgier than the dark type, Odin. Do you know? Do you know how many fucking Zoroark AVs and these set to metal songs there are? Jeez. Several. <laughs> Several <laughs> Zoroark AMVs. Oh. I even made one when I was like 12. You, the, I'm not telling you where to find it, but I made it. We'll find it. Zoroark is the, is the fucking edgy boy. He's the Shadow the Hedgehog of Pokemon. And that's amazing. He's the best. Then you've got fucking all sorts of crazy edgy dark types. You got Bisharp, right? His entire body's a razor blade. How edgy is that? <laughs> Alright. Alright. What else you got for a reason why dark type's the coolest? Because I'm about to just I'm about to just destroy this. Now look, look. Dark just the color the color black in general is just associated with coolness what what color are sunglasses odin generally like generic sunglasses answer the question odin you under oath any, here. you can get them in any color generic yes but but when yes but the when when <laughs> sunglasses are for, commonly fishing for black that's what you're doing yeah the fucking black sunglasses traditionally are black and sunglasses are awesome now what else is cool that's black there's there's a whole lot right Fucking a nice cooked steak. Michael Jordan. Got some black on that. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Pretty (laughs) awesome. He was in Space Jam, which was a great movie. (laughs) Red Eyes Black Dragon. Exactly. You're just making my case here, Odin. Yeah, you know what type you know what type Red Eyes Black Dragon would be if he was a Pokemon? But he's already a dark type. Exactly. See, easy. Actually, now fire. He's, no, he's dark. Fire, dark, fire. I think no. He, he would be. He'd be dark. He'd be dark dragon in Pokemon. Look at him. look at fucking dark okay. dragon. I think it'd be a dark, dark fire type dragon. Uh, a dark dragon type or dark fire. Yeah. Now yeah, no, I, I get it. You know, dark's a cool type. It, it definitely is. But you know, you know, I do have a counter argument here. Okay, lay it on me. You think the darkness is your ally? Uh-oh. Well, guess what? <laughs> the coolest type of Pokemon, and also happens to be my favorite, is a bug-type Pokemon. Now, let's I feel like that's the opposite of cool. Let's talk about this for a second, okay? Odin, just, just real quick. I just want to tell you, you're already at a disadvantage here because there's there's that one infinitely memed on kid in red, blue, and I believe red, blue, and yellow who's just like, you'll be instantly cool if you bring bug Pokemon to school and everybody who walks past that trainer is like, you're fucking stupid, you're dumb, you suck. And they fucking kill his bugs and they leave. Well, guess what dark type's weakness is? Bug type. Hey. Oh, you think that darkness is your ally. The bugs live in it. That is their life. <laughs> They're molded by it. They're molded by it. They didn't see the light of day until they were a man. <laughs> and, by, and by then. <laughs> Look, so the reason why bug types are really cool. All right. I'm going to go through and list a bunch what type, of What type do you think Bane would be if he was a Pokemon? Bug type. Dark. It would be dark type. Bug type. 
Batman, Dark Type. They're not very effective against each other, that's for sure. Exactly. That's why they're the perfect rival, because they can't do damage to each other, because they're not very effective. Okay. So, the reason why bug types are awesome. One, they destroy dark types with ease. Two, Look. there are a lot of scary-looking Pokemon that are bug types. Okay, now Motherfucker. Mother hey, counter-argument. Motherfucker. You know what else dark is weak to? Fairy. You gonna tell me the little fucking fairies are cooler than dark types just because they beat them in battle because of some dumb type chart? No. no. I, threw, I threw I threw the aspect that bug types are uh, strong against dark types because you chose dark type. All right. Yeah. Based still. <laughs> um. But no. So bug types have notoriously been like hated on throughout the entire like Pokemon series everywhere all the time you know it started from caterpie weedle metapod kakuna yeah they are weak bug type pokemon but what people forget is that there are really strong bug type pokemon okay let's talk about genesect genesect mm -hmm. is a steel bug type yes has the ability to put drives in himself to launch different type attacks mm-hmm Cart uh Cartana, I think, is steel grass. So Yes. Um you have you have a Scizor. Scizor is fucking awesome. And it gets a goddamn mega. Hey, okay. hey, Odin, you think drives are cool? You think drives that can shoot out other types are cool? Zoroark, who was the first Pokemon I mentioned, can just turn into whatever Pokemon he wants. He can just do that. And then folds when he gets hit. In in the game. In, in reality, too. No, in, in the anime, he can just be whatever he wants to be at all times. But when he gets hit by a move, he always turns back. Is this true? I don't think this is true. It's true. Go watch. Go watch it. The Zoroark movie came out before Zoroark the Pokemon existed in the game, so I would be legitimately surprised if they logically followed Zoroark's fucking ability. Look, what I'm trying to say is here. I let you have your dark type kind of like dark type thing here to explain why you liked it. And I didn't hate on it. J don't hate, don't uh, hate on J Odin, we're having an argument. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the, of the, yeah. the event, the name of the series. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see here. Bug types are cool. Let's look at Golisopod for a second. Yeah. His ability, emergency exit, kind of sucks. He's a coward. He runs away. Just like his little fuck- he, His name is Wimp before he evolves. He's a fucking Wimp. But let's look at Glycopod in a different fashion here. He is terrifying to look at. Terrifying. Mm -hmm. And he is immensely powerful. His defense, his physical defense is outrageous. And he has, he has so many good move pool. So much, like, such a big move pool for being able to move first before the opponent with his slow-ass speed. He is phenomenal. You have so many good Pokemon. Volcarona is an amazing fire bug type. Crazy to look Volcarona at. Volcarona just fucking melts at the sight of some stealth rocks. That's okay, but it's strong. Every Pokemon has its weakness, okay? Every Pokemon does. Mm -hmm. But bug types... In my opinion, are some of the coolest mashups that you can have with Pokemon because 
they look terrifying or they look cool. So from the new Pokemon Sword and Shield or Beetle, that is literally yes. a tiny Gundam ladybug. Literally. It is a Gundam ladybug. And it's G-Max form is a giant flying saucer that still looks like a Gundam. Uh... Insane. Like, bug types have such a crazy, like, roundabout, like, crazy just typed, like, typings and just, they mesh well with so much. They really honestly do. I'm also a diehard bug fan, so. You know what Pokemon is dark type out in? What? Eveltal. You know what other Pokemon is a dark type? Drapion. And it's a Pokemon. Who is awesome. Drapion's cool. And he's not even a bug type. He lost the bug type when he evolved. Little fucking Skaroopy was a dumb bug until one day he grew strong enough to become awesome and be dark instead. Now, now, here's here's my end-all be-all argument. Eveltal is a dark type, and here's here's why Eveltal is cool, right? Because he's bacon. <laughs> Ocean, imagine for a second, you are face to face with Eveltal, <laughs> about to be destroyed. I throw a massive ball on it. And the last thing you experience. Is the smell of sizzling bacon? What? It's cool. I'm not gonna go on and try to explain why bug types are awesome. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Oh, please continue. No, it's fine. Clearly, you think that dark types have an edge over bug types. They don't. But it's okay. Go ahead. You're just going to fold on this argument, Odin? Just remember that when you're voting, folks. Odin folded. I don't need to prove I don't need to prove why bug types are awesome. I've already said everything that I need to. They have uh-huh. they look amazing. A lot of bug types, yes, they are weak, but there's a lot of strong types. There's a lot of strong bug types out there. Name one weak dark type. Name one weak dark type? Yes. Cacturn. Not weak. <laughs> you know what is weak? Fucking Butterfree. Fucking um Wormadam. But you It's fine. It's fine. You can have it. It's okay. I'm not gonna explain to you why I still feel like bug types are better than Odin, are you upset that I'm arguing with you in this argumentative podcast? Like you're just not understanding what I'm saying. The coolest type is all I'm trying to say. You couldn't, you you can't recognize the fact there are a lot of awesome looking bug types out there that look ferocious and scary as fuck. Or really cool. I can, I know. There are bug Pokemon that look cool. But that's just a little little group and a big group of fucking dumb little worms that I can flick away. It's okay. It's fine. If If this one comes down to be yours, that's fine. Odin, this is not just the podcast where we explain a thing and move on. We're arguing. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm trying to combat your points. My point is, bug types beat dark types. That's all that matters. Okay. Interesting theory. We'll see how it pans out. Now, our next question. This is a big controversy, folks. Now, people have been talking about this one for years. They've talked about banning Pokemon entirely for this reason. Odin. 
I went first this time, so it's your turn to go first here. Okay. So is Pokemon teaching kids that cockfighting is good? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, I couldn't give two shits. <laughs> okay. And this is this is my stance on it. I am neutral. Very so. Neutral. So in the straw, what am I putting in the straw poll? I don't think it's good, but I also don't think it's bad because. What, there, what, would you say we could sum that down to, I don't care. <laughs> That'll be your position in the straw poll. <laughs> Honestly, if you want to look at it as though it's teaching kids to uh, that cockfighting is good, that's how you want to look at it. But if you can't look at it at a more like open-minded like aspect, that this is just... It's not that they're cockfighting. These people who are like training Pokemon... They're doing it for a reason. They're they're friends with their Pokemon. You know, they're not treating them badly. The people who do treat their Pokemon badly in the show and in the games, they get what's coming to them. They get called okay. out. Okay. So it's not it, the game. The games itself aren't teaching Pokemon uh, kids that cockfighting is good. It, the show itself is teaching it, teaching kids to care for your friends and your partners and treat them okay. well. And that you can go, as long as you have friends, you can get through hardships and problems in life. Is would it If it was teaching children that cockfighting is good, do I agree with that? No, I don't think it's good if it was. But it's not. So what you're saying, so you said you could go either way, but the way you're arguing makes it sound like you're giving it a hard no. Because I don't personally care because it doesn't affect me in my life. I'm going to live... And go to sleep like a regular person does, regardless if Pokemon is or is not teaching ch uh, children that cockfighting is good. So Odin does not care whether that is the case or not. Exactly. But the fact that it's not doing that is the point that people need to understand. Now, my answer to this argument is 100% yes it is. It is definitely teaching kids that cockfighting is good. But that's what makes it awesome, because cockfighting is good, because Odin. Now, now travel with me here for a moment into this fantasy world, right? Okay. You with me, Odin? Okay. Imagine a world where kids, they travel around. Where kids can be kids? They yeah, the, the, where kid, yes, where a kid can be a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Kids or adults, they can they can travel around just with a bunch of chickens, right? And they and they go around the world with their chicken friends, fighting other chickens. And it's just that's how the world works. That's our whole our whole economy becomes based around just these chickens beating the crap out of each other. And now there could even there could be upgrades you could give the chickens. You could have a fire type chicken who just has a flamethrower on his wing. You could have a you could have a water type chicken who has like water. You could you could have a flying type chicken who you teach to fly with his wings. You could have all sorts of different chickens and they could fight each other. Don't you want to live in that world of No. <laughs> Why not? I just I Michael Vick. Michael Vick. What if we even we could even get other animals involved? All sorts of animals we could have. Michael. Vick. Mike <laughs> and you know what, Michael Vick, pretty cool guy. 
<laughs> he made great shoes. Was a horrible person. No, he had a he had a great idea for what the world should be, and I Dog am fighting. Yes, that's horrible. <laughs> Listen, Odin. Can you? No! The, your argument is so wrong. <laughs> you are so horrible. I want to live in a world. No, where I you can just don't. travel around. I can just you travel are... around with a bunch of animal friends and just hang out with my animal friends and have good spirited animal fights with all of the people around me. And the then, whole then it's not cockfighting. Okay, look. Yeah, cockfighting is the general idea. That's what I'm saying. I, I started it with just chickens. Now I'm now I'm thinking bigger. No, um, you, you don't understand. It's still not a cockfight. Cockfight doesn't necessarily involve chickens. Cockfight is an expression used for brutal, unrelenting fights between animals and pitting them against each other and causing... Yes, Odin, in this world, we would have animals and they would fight each other until one of them passed out. And we would... Uh, we could base our entire economy around this concept. There is no there is no animal love in cockfighting. They throw them away when they're not good enough. They're just like, no, you suck. You kept losing. I'm done with you. And then you you know, you send them to the nice yeah. the nice guy who helped you start your cockfighting career. You just send them to him. Also, they and don't, he takes care of them. They don't fight until one of them passes out or faints. They fight until they are fucking dead. Odin, I think you're I think you're jumping over the bigger picture here. I'm not. <laughs> you said cockfighting. That's what cockfighting is. I'm using the literal definition and term of cockfighting. Well, let me let's look up let's find out the dictionary definition of the term cockfighting. Cockfighting. Okay, cockfighting is a blood sport in which two roosters, specifically bred for aggression, are placed beak to beak in a small ring and encouraged to, uh... I'm not gonna finish that sentence. The point is... I was right. <laughs> but not... Beast. Not every... Not every cockfight in the world ends with one of the chickens dying. Look, this is, this is the point that I'm gonna bring up to you. If you're gonna use the term cockfighting, use it correctly. Look now. Okay, in the in this exact definition here, it does not say they have to fight to the death. It says they are encouraged to fight to the death. Now, in being encouraged does not mean it will happen. Believe but me, people does. encourage people encouraged me to get good grades for years, and that didn't happen. So, you can right. encourage all you want, but my my point is, you do. Odin, I know you want to live in a world where you travel around with a group of animals and you fight other animals with your animals. But not to the death. I don't want to encourage them to fight to the death. Pokemon isn't teaching kids that cockfighting is good. They're not teaching kids about cockfighting at all. They're That's not the whole thing. This is semantics. This is some... <laughs> no, <laughs> You're being you very ask, technical. This is, this is a debate. This is a debate on whether or not Pokemon is teaching kids that cockfighting is good. I'm saying yes. no, they're not teaching them about cockfighting being good because they're not teaching kids about cockfighting at all. Because cockfighting, and I'm saying that they're teaching kids bad. that cockfighting is good, which is correct. That is the that is the argument that I am bringing to the table here, folks. You can't you you out there, Pokemon fans, cannot tell me you don't want to live in a world. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's Look. not cockfighting, Riley. This is I'm trying to show you the light here on this aspect. Pokemon is not about cockfighting and encouraging your Pokemon to fight to the death. It is not encouraging that or teaching that at all. The way you have this question typed out to me, I'm looking at it right now, is this. Verbatim, is Pokemon teaching kids that cockfighting is good? Yes. No. They, you, you, are ask, you are asking here, are they teaching it? Are they teaching that cockfighting is good? No, they're not teaching yes. that cockfighting is good. They're teaching kids the correct... <laughs> the correct assumption... That cockfighting is a good thing. You are not seeing this in the light that I am. That is not the lesson that people got from the game as a child. Because you are using the semantics of the definition of the word. Because you use the word cockfighting. Use a different word. If you don't want me to take it literally and have this kind of debate and conversation, don't use cockfighting. Cock? Cockfighting, as I've heard it described by anybody else who describes what a cockfight is, is just two chickens fighting each other. It doesn't, although oftentimes in the world today, when cockfights happen, it is to the death. It doesn't necessarily have to be. I am describing a world in which people travel around with their chicken friends and have good-spirited cockfights. That end in one of the chickens just losing consciousness, not being dead, but just losing consciousness. And then you just go on with your life. It's just a good-spirited sport. You could have used a different word than cockfighting. I was under the impression that all cockfighting meant was chickens fighting. Was where people had a bunch of chickens fighting each other. Now, I I believe... You lost sight of your entire question the way you worded it you lost sight of the entirety of it i you are have a different sight than i had from the very beginning because you have like some deep semantical meaning of what cockfighting means and i just meant the general act of making your chickens fight which is what cockfighting is at its core but it's more than just that that is the thing you have to you you can't just say something and expect someone to only take it for half of its meaning or part of it. There are the exact, the exact wording of the definition that I'm reading is that they are encouraged to fight to the death. Not that they always do. And there are, and more often than times it does. They do typically die to the death. They fight to the death more often than not. And I'm saying we should make, we should make cockfighting great again and <laughs> turn it into a good now we're gonna move even on. though we're, we're gonna move on from this because you and i are just gonna spend the entire episode just going back and forth about why you are really dumb and wrong and you should have reworded this question differently and not used cockfighting because you are going you are arguing with someone on this who has a much wider knowledge than you about this. It doesn't matter that I'm older than you. What matters is the fact that I have way more knowledge on you in this aspect, and I have, <laughs> I can take things way more literally, and I look at things... Do you, have a, do you have a dark path, Odin? Do you have something you want to tell us? No, it's the fact that I am a knowledgeable individual 
and I look at things. And when someone tells me something or puts it down on paper, air quotes on the paper part because it's online and paper. But when you put it out on here for this statement, as Pokemon teaching kids that cockfighting is good, that is asking me, it, that is that is basically saying, is Pokemon teaching kids that cockfighting is good? No, it's not teaching kids that cockfighting is good. It's not teaching kids about cockfighting at all. Does it resemble it in some form of fashion? Probably. But it's not in that sense. It's not in a sense of the trainers okay. are encouraging their Pokemon to fight to the death. Now, Odin... Two, in a scenario where two people have their chickens fight, two, to not to death, but two unconsciousness, what would you call that fight? What would be the term? What, my, my reason here isn't the factor of what do I call that. It's you got to look at what is Pokemon's base reason behind having, their, having Pokemon battles. What is the reason they have that involved? Why is it a thing? Yeah. It's not that they are considered to be cockfights. The whole base premise around battling was to train to be the best while still caring for your partner, your teams, and making sure that they are taken care of and no actual harm comes their way. And if something does... You want to make sure that they are taken care of. That's why their health system is free for Pokemon. Because they understand what the liability is with everything happening. But they encourage... And I think in this theoretical world that I am describing, there would also be free health care for the chickens. What you're describing is a chaotic world full of brutality and no actual emotion of... No, the world I am describing is where we take... The sport of cockfighting, which right now is used as a brutal, illegal activity, and we purify it in a way that the still the base aspect is still there. The two you, you take two chickens and you pit them against each other in a in a fight, but instead of what the scumbags of the world do now, where they make them fight to the death, we just make them have a have a good spirited. That it's not a good-spirited fight. And it's not a, it's, it just because there are two what chickens. What would you call that? What would you call two chickens fighting if it's not to the death? What what would what term would you use for that activity? It's a battle. A Pokemon battle. No, 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 no. In a real life scenario in which two chickens are fighting, but it's not to the death, what would you call that? I don't know, Riley. Look. You would call it a cockfight, because it's two chickens who are fighting. That's what a cockfight is. There are just negative connotations involved with cockfighting, and I'm requesting that you reword it and not use cockfighting. Because... What, what do you suggest I use, then? Because I keep asking you what you would describe that as, and you're not giving me an answer. Is Pokemon teaching kids that animals fighting against each other is okay? Yes. But cockfighting is different than just animals fighting each other. It is the act of two chickens fighting each other. Let's just move for on. The, 
Let's just for the on. monetary gain. I don't give a fuck anymore. You're not going to hear it. You're not going to listen to me. What I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to represent and push out here. I hear you're what you're saying. saying. I understand no. your position. You no. are just, I understand. You are just going about constantly telling me that it is fine and it is okay. You went off on something outside of Pokemon when your question states. Is Pokemon teaching kids that cockfighting is good? Then you go about and create this whole other world outside of Pokemon, discussing going around and having cockfights with your friends and your chickens. That's not Pokemon. You, you see, not not everything a game represents is exactly in black and white. Your fucking question was: Is Pokemon <laughs> teaching kids that cockfighting is good? Games can teach lessons that aren't exactly in black and white. I'm talking about a different scenario. Just because I'm not talking about exactly what Pokemon is. There are games that teach lessons that are not exactly what the game is. What I'm trying to bring to you is the on-point topic and subject of whether or not Pokemon is teaching kids that cockfighting is okay or not. That is your question, and that was the debate. Not an ex not an extended debate about a completely separate side tangent topic of let's make a fake world, another one outside of Pokemon, where you no, go no, and no. travel and have This is where I want the real world to be. This is what I want us to work is. for. That's not what this debate is about. This debate is whether or not Pokemon is teaching kids that cockfighting is good. That is the debate. That is the question. Not a secondary alter alternative question. That is the question. That is what the debate is on. There's no hypothetical See, here. Odin, for someone whose position on the issue was, I don't care, you're, you're really angry about this. Because you're stupid and not understanding that I'm trying to tell you what your question is and how your answer does not reflect an answer to your fucking question. Your answer is not relevant. It is absolutely not relevant. My answer, my my statement, my answer that will be in the straw poll is yes. So and you, I am elaborating so you on saying, that fact. You are saying that you think that the Pokemon company who create the Pokemon games are teaching kids that cockfighting is okay. That it is fine. That we can have cockfights, or that it is okay to have cockfights. Yes, I think. Here's here's what I'm working toward. Wow. Here's what I'm trying to say. Wow. I think that the Pokemon company is trying to inspire a new generation of cockfighters that have a higher moral standard than those previous. Whatever, man. They, they're trying to... They're trying to inspire you to, instead of being vicious with your cockfighting, like the bad guys are okay. in Pokemon. Let's change the word cockfighting to dogfighting. No, because then it's not chickens anymore. Then it's dogs. Then it's dogs. It's, it's still two animals pitted against each other, fighting, incorrigibly fighting to the death. Odin, you see, yes. But and what, that's okay. You, you can use any word. You're still saying that that's the same thing. Hold so on. even if I were... Okay, go ahead. So now what you're saying is that Pokemon is trying to encourage a new generation of people to have a higher moral ground to, to do cockfighting. 
where yes. yeah, we're still going to encourage you to fight to the death, but we we have a higher no. moral ground. No, now, so it's fine. Instead of encouraging the chickens to fight to the death, they are pushing for a higher moral standard so that is to encourage chickens to fight it's, to the it's unconscious. Not, it's not cockfighting. It's not dogfighting. It is something completely different. And you're, you're going to ask me what to call it? I don't know. But it's not that because cockfighting and dogfighting, they are encouraged to fight to the death. And if you are if you are a company trying to encourage a group of people with a higher moral moral ground to do fights with animals, and then it's not cockfighting or dogfighting. Odin, words, at, words are, are everything. Not, no, no, no. Here's what I'm saying: words are not cemented in their exact meaning the moment they are defined. Words shift and change definition as the world evolves around them. What I'm saying is the Pokemon company is pushing the world to evolve the meaning of cockfighting into something that is, is currently not. Cockfighting is currently an immoral sport that should not happen, and they are pushing it towards a higher moral standard, a different definition, in which it is still chickens fighting, but they are not fighting to the death. But that's not your question. Your question yes, doesn't say it is. Is Pokemon, no, it's not. Your question is: Is Pokemon teaching kids that cockfighting is good? That's not asking. Is Pokemon teaching kids that cockfighting can increasingly be better if you have a higher moral ground? It's asking, as of this date right now, what cockfighting represents. Is it good? Is it okay? Is it fine? Your answer should be no, because that's not what Pokemon's trying to state right now. If they are trying to encourage a new generation of people learning how to pit animals against each other without them actually trying to kill each other, but in a friendly sport, then I get that. But that is not your question. Again, I ask, stick to your question for the debate. You are going off on something extra that does not tie into the question. You See, need I'm to trying... word your shit better because when the way you worded it is awful. If that's what you were trying to get at, was to encourage a new generation with a higher moral ground to do battles against each other with their animals, who are now their friends, that's how you should have worded it. Way better than what you did. What I'm saying is we already have a word that at its base defines the act of two chickens fighting. But just you, because you failed to put in there the future tense of what Pokemon wants to encourage, you simply stated, are they teaching kids that po that cockfighting is okay? Are they is it good? That is how you worded it. I need you to hear, understand, and run it through your head, and really pick up what I'm trying to tell you and read oh, your did, question. Oh, did you see what you're failing to comprehend here? Is just because. I disagree with what you're saying does not mean I don't know what you're saying. It just means that I disagree with it. Cool. Fine. You disagree with me. Next subject. Next question. Man, you know, I really, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna have to fucking drop the curtain here. Cause like, you know, I really tried. I tried to like push it in a direction where Odin realized where I was going. But it seems at this point we've just reached an impasse where now Odin is actually mad at me in real life yeah because 
you words are everything and how you put it out there. Your actual physical question is, is Pokemon teaching Pokemon, the company in the game, are they teaching kids that cockfighting is okay? Is it good? No, they're not teaching the kids that cockfighting is good because what they have, if what you say is what they're trying to do or what you hope that they're trying to do is encourage a new generation of higher, uh, higher moral ground individuals of having better battles that aren't to the death or encourage to the death. You need to put that in there. You can't just, you can't just put, is Pokemon teaching kids that cockfighting is okay or is, or that is good. That's not how this works. Now, you see, the, where, what I was getting at with the whole dropping the curtain thing, you do realize the whole point, the whole premise of this little mini-series that we're doing I understand. is that our debates are supposed to be funny. They're n- it's and not funny. I was taking you're, you're saying that animal a... brutality is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was taking a satirical angle in it's which... It's not funny, though. It's like joking about rape. You don't do it. Okay, we're we're not having the what's okay to joke about argument because that's not good for anybody. No, it's not. I would never condone any kind of animal fighting that involved any kind of mortality rate. Neither would I. I was saying it as a joke. I was trying to say it in a funny way. I was comparing real life things to Pokemon. I was making it... Whatever. Fine. Maybe I just took it too seriously. My issue here is that I have an issue with the way you worded the question. That is my main root here. I have an issue with the way you worded the question and how you were answering it and bringing up your argument. That is my issue here. I apologize that the wording got to you in that way, but my intention was simply to make a funny joke about Pokemon. It was not to actually condone cockfighting in real life. Well, that's well. You kind of did that. Your answer condoned. I really did, Odin. Do you not know what satire is? I am very aware of what satire is. You of all people should understand that I do. But I, I yeah, I'm sure you do. But the way you're talking right now, it doesn't seem that way. Because I obviously the- don't think these things. I'm not a sociopath. I was being satirical and trying to make like an absurdist argument that would make people laugh with how stupid it was. Then that was should, my intention. Then most people who are trying to be satirical about that throw in a all jokes aside, though, animal brutality is bad. No, because that's sat- that's the whole thing with fucking satire tags, which is a, to- a whole new argument. Yeah. <laughs> A whole argument that is completely separate from Pokemon. Satire should be able to exist without a little tag that says, Hey, by the way, this is satire. If you don't get the satire, then maybe learn to get the satire. Because I wasn't, I wasn't speaking in a way where I believe these things. I wasn't trying to sound genuine. I was being very coy with my words. Whatever, man. Let's move on. But Yes, we'll move on from that unfortunately serious debate that is not the intention <laughs> to our to our last debate what pokemon region would suck to live in in real life the most now odin went first on the last one i believe he yep. did yes so my answer to this one is the tried and true kanto right 
Now, here's the thing. This is where my, like, big nerd brain comes into play. Because the way Pokemon games are designed now is to create a world in which it is realistic, in which people and these fictional animals would live in. Now, at the beginning, the intention was to make a monster-catching RPG. And they created a world which exists specifically to be the setting of an RPG, rather than to feel like a world that people would live in. And thus, there were a lot of design aspects of the Kanto region that just would be extremely inconvenient to deal with in real life. <laughs> okay. Such as, obviously, you needing to go through caves that are infested with bats to make any sort of navigation through the region. There's no alternatives. Usually... In, in later Pokemon games, alternatives are presented, even if you can't go through them because you're on the RPG quest, there are usually, like, alternatives that are implied. In Kanto, that is not the case. In, in Kanto, you just, you just gotta go through the cave. And, um, here, here's the main thing here. I'm gonna say one sentence, Odin. This is gonna win the argument. Nothing you have could possibly top this. Those fucking gates. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you talking the you... gates that are like in between uh maybe I don't. I don't know. What gates are you talking Yes. There is a route in the Kanto region oh, that yeah. is literally just a maze of gates. The completely unnecessary route of gates that's just pointless? Yes. Could what? you imagine? What were they trying to imagine? I don't know. And could you imagine having to go through that maze, that horrible maze of gates, to go from one city to the other? In real life, that would just be pure agony all of the time. And that's, that's at least my initial statement on why Kanto is, the, is the suckiest region to live in. Now, Odin, what is your answer? Well, you know, I had a really hard time thinking about this one. Because they all have their negative. Mm -hmm. Um... But I thought about it, and my thought process was, I first had to think about what would be the best region to live in, for me, my personal opinion, based on, like, infrastructure, like, how is it built, how is it put together. And I felt, personally, I felt like the Hoenn region was the best put together region, and my, that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Because of how everything is laid out. It seems, yes. okay, there's nothing crazy, there's no external hoops you really have to jump around or over. You, Yeah, you have some caves you go through. There are other cool winding aspects inside the cave that you could go through. But it's not necessary. You don't have to. Um, mm. I want to say the worst put-together region, I think, I want to say is Galar. Interesting. Um, the reason why I think Galar is because it's the most linear region. And it feels like there's no other places to go. It's your path is marked out for you, literally, and where you can and cannot go. It does. There's not really sites to be held or anywhere you can, you know. There's no like. There's nothing really there. There's no caves you to really like roll through like deeply. Odin, have you ever gone through a cave? Yeah, I've played multiple. Yeah, I. I uh, you mean like a real cave? Yes. No. The question, to, to get into the semantics of the phrasing of the question, the, 
<laughs> the question here is what Pokemon region would be the worst to live in Galar. in real life? Galar. I, I know that's your answer, but what I'm saying is the fact that there's no caves has almost no effect on a realistic human life. But I want to go... I, 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 I want to have... I know you want to go in caves, Odin. I know but caves are cool. I, Galar doesn't have a sense of exploration, is what I'm trying to say. It's a very linear path where, yeah, you have the wild area, but it's it's not really an adventure. It's welcome to a giant area that's gated in from Trump. And there's a bunch of Pokemon. And you see... <laughs> and, you see and grass. It's I'm not going to fault you for your angle here, because despite how the question was phrased, I understand that statement. But the way I perceived how this question was phrased, or the way I meant it to be phrased. Okay. Was you, at, you, you Odin living the life that you live right now, except in a Pokemon region. What would be the worst? What would suck? Yeah. Galar. Because Galar, realistically, you would have, like, a place that you would live, and you probably wouldn't go too far from that objective unless you're going on like a vacation or some shit probably so there are cool cities in galar in which you could live that I nice mean, what is that like shiny city with like all the cool like plants and shit i don't remember what it's called but it has well, you, you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah imagine looks, if you got to live there that would be cool kind of cool yeah it, it, that's nice i actually like the wild like I was about to say the wild area. I don't like the wild area. <laughs> but I like forests. I like trees. My issue is that there is a huge lack of greenery uh -huh. in Galar. It's very... It's like... Could it's you... Like, it's like living in a giant mass... It's like living in, living in New York, which I've never done, where there's like almost no trees except Central Park, and that is that one town. In Galar. Mm-hmm. But it's like a straight shot up and down to everywhere you want to go. There might be a couple, like, rights or lefts, but it's a straight shot. It, I don't You know like what that it. sounds like, though, Odin? That sounds convenient as fuck. And awful! Because it's, it's like having your path already laid out for you, Riley. When you want to adventure. If you're going to live in a Pokemon world in real life, don't you want to have some kind of sense of adventure? I like suppose. Random, like random paths that stray off to like the Lake of Rage or like somewhere where a legendary Pokemon might be hiding, not just some like gated off place that a Wooloo is trying to ram into like an idiot at the beginning of the fucking video game. But you see, Odin, what I think you might not be considering is that the way the regions are perceived in the games themselves is not necessarily to scale to what they're intending, right? Because this I'm is the place you, you have Bro. to go to in a game. I'm, uh, what I'm saying is, if you lived in a poke, if you lived in the Gala region in real life and had realistic scale, the wild area would be an insanely awesome place to explore because it has it, a lot of different set pieces and a lot of cool nature. Probably would. But then again, we haven't had the best example of the Gala region yet, though, either. True. We really haven't. Pokemon Journeys is kind of in the Gala region, but it's 
also Encanto and Johto and Hoenn. I think that was a really weird decision, by the way. But perhaps we'll get into that in Insufferable Pokemon we, Media Argument be, Three because we haven't had such we haven't had a good representation of the Galar region outside of the video game. Based off of the knowledge we currently have, the worst Pokemon region to live in would be Galar. Okay, I see where you're coming from. But if you just think of Galar, even how it is in the games, there are places in Galar that would be cool to live. Can you name a place in the Kanto region that would be less than, like, less cool, more cool, I mean, more cool to live in than any, like, normal real-life place? Oh, Lavender Town. That would just be creepy. I just constantly have, like, a shivers down my spine. So what Elf is basically saying is he'd love to live next to a giant graveyard. Fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. I really genuinely would. But and that? I'm, just, I'm just saying that based off of the representation that we've had for all of the Pokemon regions, I definitely feel like Galar it was the was the worst represented. And so far with that information would be the worst place to live in real life. And that makes sense. I'm not well, saying it wouldn't be is... fun. I'm not saying there wouldn't be any fun. I'm saying that you would have less fun than living, let's say, in the Johto region. Or if you were living in the Sinnoh region. Yeah, the Sinnoh region's cold as fuck in most of the places. But it's fine. It's fine. I would rather have that kind of adventure and the winding and the twisties and the going off into random places that, oh, wow, there's a, there could be a legendary here, but not yet. I gotta go beat the po- I gotta beat the main game first before post game starts i just i just feel like galar was the worst represented so far and would be based off that knowledge is the worst region to live in because we don't actually know anything now that may change if we get better representation i'm not saying my answer wouldn't change it probably could it definitely could but as of right now with the representation we have from the of the galar region it would be the worst region to live in it's way too linear from what we've seen Mm-hmm. Fuck the DLC island is smaller than the actual like Galar region, and has more nooks and crannies and places to go into. I'd rather live on that island than the actual physical Galar part of the region. Yeah, because I can post up a house anywhere, and it'd be fine. True. This is this is one that's just gonna have to come down to the voting. I have no like destruction of your argument. So it's just gonna come down to what the what the people think here. Yeah, I, I just I just don't think that the Pokemon make it worth living in the region. I just, okay, like the Pokemon are cool. They came out with a lot of cool Pokemon. Yeah, I would love to have a a freaking Corviknight in real life. That would actually be pretty solid shit. That'd be based shit right there. It'd be awesome. But could you imagine, bro? Here's my destruction of your arguments. <laughs> Could you imagine traveling in real life on the Corviknight taxi? That would be based as hell. Yeah, it would be cool. But the issue is that the region itself is not well represented and is too linear. I don't want my adventure to be marked out for me. I want to and you know, my own adventure. Kanto is very linear as well. It is a very point A to point B RPG game. 
Yeah, but there's twists and turns and adventure. I suppose you are correct. It'll just be left up to the voting. Because yeah. I think, think we're out of time. Yeah. I thought, I'd say about half of this episode was really fun, and the other half went a very different direction than what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I, I'm, I am honestly to blame for that. I really honestly am. I just... I look at things differently than most people do. I look deeper into into things than you probably... I looked deeper into it than you probably wanted me to, but that's because that's yeah. the kind of person that I actually am. I I look deep into meanings and everything. If it's put if it's put down on something, I look at it, and I'm like, okay, so there's no additional context. I was actually explaining this to Jess the, uh, earlier today. I need context. I need to know exactly what you mean, or else I'm not going to get it. Okay, yeah, I get that, Odin. I know you're that kind of guy, and it makes autistic, this kind of... It's the autistic side that I have, that, like, I need definitive explanation on what you mean, or else I'm going okay. to get really deep into it, and I'm going to call you out on your shit. Now, just, just for future reference, because I get that. I do. I understand where we went wrong here. For future reference, the intent of this show is not... It's not necessarily to have, like, real... Because we can have real debates, but it's not always about that. Because that can just get boring. The intent is to be funny. So, just in the future, because I don't want to have to, like, pull the curtain back every time I pull a joke like that. So, for future reference... If I'm saying something that sounds like the words of an insane person who should be put in prison, it's probably a joke. <laughs> I will try my best to keep that in mind. I, however, cannot promise you that I will remember. And that is understandable. And if it comes down to me having to explain it, I suppose it can. But hopefully we can keep that in mind for now on, because that was just me... Because trying to be that, funny and it didn't that, work that, because you arg your argument for it really did me no good like it got me really bothered and frustrated because of how the question was put down and what you were saying it's like why why would you be this kind of person at all even joke about and it and i kept if you if you hadn't noticed in the moment, I kept trying to tone it down to the point where you realized I wasn't trying to be insane. Because one of the first things I said was we should strap flamethrowers to chickens. Like, that was me very obviously being funny. And when that didn't work, I tried to tone it down a little bit. And that still didn't work. You could have... At that point in time, because of, I was already under a... Under the under the assumption that you were being dead fucking serious about Pokemon <laughs> teaching kids about cockfighting and saying that it's okay to have cockfights and to encourage them, encourage Pokemon to fight to the death. That was okay. I was, um, I was underneath those pretenses and trying to bring myself and pull myself out of it. And it wasn't working because that's all I saw, right? That's honestly, that's all I saw. And that's all I heard was, I support animal cruelty, and I'm the biggest bitch of all. I get that, and I apologize that everything went the way it did. But if for the record, if your folks, intent was that you don't approve of animal cruelty, and you don't actually think that Pokemon is teaching children that animal cruelty is okay, 
I of respect course that. I don't. And I if I believed, if I believed that Pokemon was teaching kids that animal cruelty is okay, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be doing a seventy-plus episode podcast about Pokemon. That's fair. Fair. But see, these yes, are two for, things I struggle with, man. I, I I know, and I'm sorry, but yeah, for the record, folks, cockfighting not good. Don't do it. <laughs> is it funny in a joking sense? Kind of. I guess it depends on who you're putting jokes to because people get offended easily, and I guess I'm one of those people. <laughs> I guess you see, that's, I am. that's where I've always found problems on the internet. You don't see it as much. It, the Pixels Media Circle doesn't see it as much as my independent project. This is why I see it on my, social media. In, <laughs> yeah. In my independent <laughs> life on like Twitter and in the podcast I run separate from Pixels Media. I am very much a person who advocates for free speech in every sense and the freedom of comedy, even if it's about subject matters that are relative, generally uncomfortable. General no-nos? Yes. Like, I, I am of the opinion that making jokes about horrible things is how people cope with the fact that these horrible things are happening in this world we live in. I can see that. I just, I don't know, you know, it's, it's just something that bothers me, because, you know, I don't know. I, hate, I, I, I understand, Otis, I hate you are, like, a guy I respect, and I know I hate, your life. I hate people willingly agreeing with something that's clearly wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I, that bothers me so much, because I'm, even in, like, a joking manner, like, even, like, even listening to comedies and stuff, I get very uneasy. Like, if something that, like, I'm very uncomfortable with, I get very uneasy. Yeah, I continue listening to it, and I maybe I try to, I, I wait for them to, like, throw a disclaimer out there. Like, obviously, I don't believe that this is something okay, and you should do it. But in an aspect of this and imagining something in this fashion is still kind of funny. I was waiting, for, you- I was waiting for some kind of disclaimer, but still for you to still keep the joke going so I could understand what you were actually saying. Because I honestly thought that you were just being an actual, like, horrible person. And you weren't giving me any kind of, like, like, hey, I'm not actually being a horrible person. I don't actually agree with this. But in this kind of world, it would be kind of funny if you just imagine it this way. I didn't get a disclaimer. Yeah. Now, you see, the general, the general problem with that is, and I'm saying this in, like, a very, like, general way, and I'm not trying to disrespect you in any way is that's sort of the problem that me and people like me are kind of trying to combat. Now, the term the term that people use in arguments about this contact in general is satire tags, because it usually comes up in the context of that time that Facebook, or it might still be a thing, introduced a tag that told you when an article you were reading was satirical. And people who do satirical comedy were upset because it kind of ruins the point of the satire if it is laid out in front of you that it is satire immediately. I don't know. I mean, I I get it. I, I know that that does ruin stuff. And it's just, I don't know. It's just how I, it's how my brain works. I can't help it. I know. And there are certain people who are that way. And I understand that it's like... It's it's a hard it's a hard subject in general. I have my position, other people have other positions, and it's kind of something that we're just gonna 
we as a people are just going to war about forever. We're never going to come to a real compromise, basically. Yeah. We as human beings just in the world. I get it. I don't know. I'll I'll try my best to not do that again in the future, I guess. I just, I don't know, man. I have my own issues with it. I like, Odin, I, guar- I guarantee you, unless there is, if there is an exception, I will tell you. I guarantee you nothing I ever bring in the show will be, like, intense and it w- and, and be 100% serious. If yeah. I bring in something that sounds intense, it's, I'm joking. Because this is a Pokemon debate show. I'm not going to come in with, like, an actual serious issue in the world and argue it genuinely. Because <laughs> we're debating about magical creatures that fight each other in a fictional world. Yeah. Okay. Well, alright. Now that that's cleared up. Now, we do... I almost forgot about this, because we got so deep into the weeds of the ethics of satirical debate. Yeah. We gotta do Pokemon of the episode here, so... Now, I'm gonna take it away. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon! Alright, now, Odin, I'm gonna su- I'm gonna make the safe assumption you probably want a Pokedex entry, because it seems like it would be kind of repetitive to do 15 questions, just the two of us. Yeah, go ahead and do a Pokedex entry. Alright, so this Pokemon's Fire Red and Leaf Green Pokedex entry states, It boosts its concentration by emitting harsh cries. Its kicks have outstanding destruction- destructive power. It boosts yes. its concentration... It boosts its concentration by emitting harsh cries. Its kicks have outstanding destructive power. You get three shots. Metacham? No. Am I close? (laughs) I mean, that is a Pokemon who kicks, and this Pokemon is a Pokemon who kicks, so in that sense, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Oh, man. So, it's only up to Gen 3. Mm-hmm. You have 386 potential choices here. I know, right? 385, now that you've eliminated Metacham. Hitmonlee. No. Damn it. But it's kicks, though. The concentration part gets me, because it makes me feel like it's a psychic type. But, but the there's harsh cries, too. Harsh no, Since we're two out of three, I'm going to give you a hint here. Think about the things we talked about in this episode, and think about Pokemon, and then think about that Pokedex entry. Yeah, I feel like that doesn't help me. I, I, I don't want to give it away. It's, I'm giving you a vague hint that perhaps is not helping, but perhaps it'll get some gears turning. Harsh cries to concentrate, and kicks really hard. Yes, it is Pokemon that kicks really hard. What are you thinking here, Odin? You got one last choice. I feel like it's chicken-based. Okay. I don't know if it's Combusken or Blaziken. I'll make that call. (laughs) Because... Let's go Blaziken. Fuck it. You had a 50-50 shot and you missed. Combusken, isn't it? Yep. The Pokemon of the episode is Pokedex number 256. Combusken, the young foul Pokemon. 
fucking chicken. Well, let me look up look up Combuskin on Smokon and see if there's anything. I doubt there is. Of course you choose a goddamn chicken. Yeah. You Fuck see? I, as a silly, funny, jokey boy, was like, we had a big argument about chickens. Let me pick a chicken for the Pokemon of the episode. I didn't, oh, even, hey. I didn't even want to think about chickens. He actually did find use in competitive, apparently. In the end. Sucks. No, he did. I'm saying he did get you. <laughs> That's horrible. He d- it was in the lowest tier. He-, he doesn't exist in Sword and Shield, obviously, but in Sun and Moon, he was used in the PU tier as a, interestingly enough, a specially defensive threat. Especially offensive, I with the moves Fire Blast, Focus Blast, Hidden Power Electric or Substitute, and Protect, with the item either Firium Z, Phytinium Z, or Leftovers, the ability Speed Boost, Timid Nature, with 4 in Defense, 252 in Special Attack, and 252 in Speed. Now that... This is the Pokemon of the episode. By the way, thank you to our four-year-old correspondent. I've started to forget that a lot, and I don't want to. Well, then. So, yeah. That was a show. And what a show it was. Yeah. My bad. Don't don't worry about it. I think it's honestly kind of funnier this way. With my warped sense of humor. Because someone got super heated and upset about it and triggered. (laughs) It's at yeah. I'm the kind of guy who finds it fun. Finds like real intense arguments funny. Like in the most the most famous episode of one of my favorite podcasts, the Procrastinators Podcast, is a four hour episode in w- in which the topic was supposed to be things that they can't get into, but two of those four hours were spent arguing whether one of the members of the podcast's YouTube videos looked yellow. And it was actually, like, intense, and they were mad at each other after. That's funny. Just very... D- arguments over very small things. But anyway, that's the end of our show. Odin, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at ByOdinsBeer. That is Odin with two N's. The correct spelling. Get, don't ask me. Or do, mm-hmm. if you want to ask me anything. That's fine, At ByOdinsBeer. If he gets mentioned in a tweet, he will not interact with it, as he proved to me. I just don't check social media that often. I tagged you in the largest I, issue tweet. When I saw I, that today. I didn't respond to it. You should have at least liked it, Odin. I was talking about how you were in the show, and it was cool. Oh. I didn't read it. Is that what that was? I was like, I oh, don't tag me, whatever. I was tagged. Cool. cool. But, um, I'm not, I'm not going to respond to it. You can find me on Twitter, at RileyTweets, where if you tag me, I will almost certainly respond. Because I, un- unlike Odin, check social media almost every hour of every day. <laughs> I, uh... There's just so much toxicity on social media. It's everyth- everything and almost everybody is fake. You see, I... And I hate it. You see, me and you are different in that I am a little fucking troll who feeds on the toxicity and just just laughs 
to myself as I watch people kill each other through Twitter. <laughs> I just, I have my own personal reasons why I can't stand social media. And yeah, I mean, that's totally understandable. It's not for everybody. Yeah. But, um, yeah, on Twitter at Riley Tweets, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash RileyStreams. You can find me on YouTube as Riley Brooks, where I've been, I've been back in the groove making videos. They're edited by my buddy Jason. They're pretty good. You should watch them. I'm talking to the audience and you, Odin, specifically. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and then there's, you know, the, the standard stuff. Pixels, Polygons, and Fun is wherever podcasts are found. That's the main show on this network. Um, there's, in my personal endeavors, there's the, mainly, the, besides the MoCast, MoCast is anchor.fm slash the-mo-cast. It's a show I do with my buddy Mo. It's pretty fun. And then there's mainly the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. I'm supposed to get louder when I say that. This is a joke. Um, it's where you can find all of my podcasts, all of my cool, awesome podcasts that I do. Such as Largest Issue in the Galaxy, the Dickheads podcast, and the recently returning Riley and Ian movie review podcast. In the recent episode, we talked about everybody's favorite Netflix film, Cuties. Everybody loves that movie. It's so great. I need you to get Everybody's out. Everybody's right super happy. <laughs> they love it. See, I don't know if you noticed. This is this is another example of me being satirical. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Honestly, I've and, heard a lot of things about it. I really have. Now, a part of me wants to actually see what this whole fuss is about, but a part of me is also like, mm, I'm not sure I want that in my Netflix algorithm. You see, first of all, I steal Netflix from my friends, so it does not affect me in any way. Second of all, I watched the movie for the podcast. And although I can see where the movie was coming from in a general sense, and there were moments of the movie that I enjoyed, perhaps for the wrong reason, because my two favorite scenes both involve violence. <laughs> wow. There, there is a scene where one of the girls pushes another one just into the water, just into, like, a body of water, <laughs> completely unprovoked. To be, just to be a dick? Well, there was a reason for it. It was because she was, like, the girl who was dancing. One of the girls gets kicked out of the dancing group, and the girl who's repla who replaces her, she she's on her way to the competition, and the girl who got kicked out just pushes her into the water so she can go dance instead. That's funny. <laughs> and then there's the scene where uh, one of the girls tells the other one who did something bad, he, she literally says, fuck off, bitch. That had me literally rolling on the floor. <laughs> I had to pause the movie. See, like, I, I, I can I can understand if there's like actually like funny things in the in, in the show or in the movie. I don't know if it's a movie or is it a movie or it's is a movie. It like, okay, it's a movie. Like, I don't know. I I'm I'm very I'm not sure. Cause like I, I do wanna see what the whole issue is with the movie. I feel like I feel like people should have their own opinions about it. Maybe the context, maybe the context of actually them having the movie out is to bring awareness to something that is an issue, but I don't. Because this does happen. I haven't my, watched my, it. Because like, what my what my co-host on that show didn't seem to understand is 
I was 11 myself a mere seven years ago. And 11-year-old girls do fucking, like, dance around and try to hit on older men and, like, be sexy. That does happen in real life. doesn't make it right, but it does yeah, Well, of course. But it does happen, and I can see what they're trying to bring awareness to. I, my, my one-sentence summary is, I don't think the movie should exist, but it could have been worse. That's my general thoughts. Yeah, no, it it could have been worse. It probably could have been worse, but I don't know. I'm I'm still debating on whether or not if I want to. I guess for science, it's the best way to put it. See what the huge issue is, and maybe maybe people are just going too overboard with it and not understanding the actual premise of the of the movie. Or if it actually is just a fucking cancerous movie. If this was like a book or an animated film, I would probably be praising it as a piece of social commentary. But the fact that there were actual real little girls involved who had to do these dances and do these things like, makes I, it a very different thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if I decide to actually sit down and watch it and see what the whole issue is here, I'm going to be very uncomfortable throughout most of it. I guarantee There you. were... I think, you know, people say that everybody's involved, everybody involved with this movie is a pedophile and should be arrested. I think there's exactly one person involved with this movie that is a pedophile and should be arrested, and it's the goddamn cameraman. There were so many parts where it zoomed in on these little girls' asses for way too long. The movie would not be half as bad as it is if it were not for that happening. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm still I'm still on the fence. I don't I don't know what I want to do yet. I I feel like if if Netflix is gonna take it down, I should at least see what the whole issue here is and have actually do the research and find out if it is something to like stand against, I guess, or if it's just something that people are just freaking with the fuck out too much on and just need to understand that maybe this was just something to bring to light, that this is what happens sometimes. And like the people, the people who shit on this movie do know that dance moms exist. Correct. Well, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And those people are horrible. The dance moms people, you mean a lot? Something. Yeah. Because if they're going to let their children dance like that, I suppose. Well, think about but, this. Those children that are in the movie have parents. Well, I'm not going to assume because, I don't know, maybe some of them are orphans. I <laughs> Uh-oh. But I'd like to assume that those children had parents. And their parents, if, if the way the world is today, can we be honest here? The way the world is today, do you think the parents would have let the children go on to that movie if there wasn't a specific reason why this movie was being made? Now, you see, what I feel like you you might know this, and I'm just not perceiving it correctly, but what a lot of people in general who criticize this movie don't realize is this is not a movie that Netflix, like, made. This is a movie that was made for a French film festival that Netflix bought the rights to and dubbed in English. Really? It's dubbed in English? Yes, it is a dub. 
you can tell they are that their mouths are moving in a different way than the words that are coming out because it is a dubbed French movie. I feel like I have to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to watch it now because those movies, those when when they're when they're dubbed to English from another language, that's hilarious. It is hilarious. Now, Odin, the to cut. To unfortunately cut this short, I feel like the this conversation we've had at the end was actually like really good content, but not for Pokemon variety hour. I just now what I want to what I want to suggest to you, because I thought that conversation was interesting and we could go deeper, not specifically into cuties, but just in general. I started a new. This is a shameless self plug, but I. It should be out by the time this is out. I have started a show called The Riley and Friends Show. Where me and one main guest, who is one of my friends, talk about a topic that can be as broad or as uh, narrow as it needs to be. I think this conversation was interesting, and I would love to have you on that show and talk about the topic of morality. Do you think that is something you would be interested in? So what you're saying is I need to watch this movie and then come back to the show. And You don't have necessarily it. have to watch Cuties, but like perhaps it would make for an interesting discussion. What, I, what I'm I saying like, is I, I, feel like I like... If I watched it, I could make a good educational stand on the movie itself based off of what I've seen and what I know yeah. as an adult. Yeah, the cuties thing could be part of it, but my vision is that we do an episode on morality as a concept. Would you be interested in this? Morality as a concept, yeah. I think that's actually pretty good. All right, well, look forward to probably episode two, maybe episode three of the Riley and Friends show, where me and Biodin's beard talk about morality. Ooh, that's going to be a deep, deep podcast. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really good one. I won't hold anything back. So we'll figure out the scheduling for that and we'll do it. But for now, let's stop this episode of Wacky Silly Pokemon Podcast. Yeah. Um, I've been Riley. I've been Odin. And we'll see you guys next time. And and in terms of of this uh, insufferable Pokemon media argument, we'll see you next month with another one. Now, I'm trying to remember the thing we came up with. It was it was shuckle, uh, shuckle my diglet, cause cause I was trying to parody the end of that other show. Shuck, shuckle my diglet, far fetched my Azumarill. That was what you came up with. Yep. There you go. Shuckle my diglet, far fetched my Azumarill. What? We did it. Goodbye. What? Riley Brooks. Just gonna break your bones. He knows what he's talking about. He got stats, you know. A homegrown stone cold balls out killer. And a no doubt thriller living in the back of a distillery. Odin. Going great, thinking about life and shit. He's got a big dick, plenty on his mind to spit. So don't doubt his legitimacy. When you see his post, don't think we share every tweet.